Hello again, it's Paul Pactor, CEO of Long Island Cares, and welcome to another episode of Breaking Bread, our YouTube channel program in which we bring you into the workings of the Regional Food Bank, but also introducing you to some of our member partners out in the community, of which we have right now 377 of them. And I am absolutely thrilled to welcome Mark Soto, the new Executive Director of Pronto of Long Island, to the program. Mark, it's great to see you. Great to see you as well, Paul. Thank you so much for the invitation. We sure. truly appreciate it. Pronto of Long Island has been around for a long time. Uh, many people know of the great work the organization does, but as you and I have discussed, there are still others that don't know about Pronto and what you do. So this is the opportunity. What's Pronto of Long Island and how do you help the local community? Awesome. Well, thank you for that question and thank you for this opportunity. Pronto has been around since 1969, so over 52 years of service to the community in the Brentwood, Bayshore, Central Islip area, but not exclusive to only those people in those towns. Uh, the motto is people helping people, mm -hmm. and it's an extraordinary mission and, and statement. Um, it was started by a nun in, and a priest in the local area because the working class at that time were not receiving a living wage. Mm -hmm. they, were, they were receiving a minimum wage and they needed some assistance with food and things of that nature. It was largely a Puerto Rican community mm -hmm. at that time that had moved out from the urban areas, the city and the various boroughs. And they had started a very strong community here and so they started it to feed, to help feed those individuals. Mm -hmm. And then the thrift center opened and they allowed them to uh, benefit from donations of clothing and housewares and things of that nature. The mission statement is extraordinary. I've been involved with many, many nonprofits in my lifetime, and I've never heard a better one. Mm -hmm. And perhaps I'm a little biased now as the leader, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's to feed the hungry, mm -hmm. clothe the needy, welcome all strangers, there is no stranger danger at Pronto, mm -hmm. and provide healing and hope to everyone who walks through our doors or calls our phones. We are able to do that because of partnerships with organizations like yours. Long Island Cares is extraordinary. Your compassion, your commitment to service, and everything that you do lines itself perfectly with our mission statement. So we're able to make inroads into uh, raising the quality of life of mm -hmm. so many different individuals. So we've, um, in the last calendar year 2020, because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. we fed close to 99,000 mm -hmm. people, which is extraordinary. No, that's incredible. We assisted an additional probably 40 to 50,000 um, in our thrift center, giving mm -hmm. them uh, diapers and baby seats and strollers and, and walkers for our elderly and, and adult diapers and baby diapers, wet wipes and mm -hmm. toiletries and all kinds of things. And then we assisted those individuals connect to services. So we have partnerships with um, our healthcare partnership is with Health First. They have mm -hmm. a, uh, a representative in our location. We have the Hispanic Counseling Center in our, in our center. And we have various partnerships with New York Project Hope and so many other individuals, Department of Labor, Department of Social Services, uh, the Brentwood Public School System that provides uh, English as a second language class on Saturdays. Um, Department of Health that has provided shots for tots and mm -hmm. most recently the Pfizer vaccine. Right. 
So, yeah, we've connected in so many ways and the trust that the community has in us because of that track record, because of the amazing compassion, respect and and dignity that that this organization has always provided is second to none. And they our our community believes in us. Mm -hmm. So the community has changed now where we have many uh, Salvadoran individuals and, and folks from Guatemala, Honduras. Um, obviously, um, you know, different communities. Um, we have a Haitian uh, client base that, that's growing right mm -hmm. now. That's extraordinary. So we, uh, again, we do not exclude anyone based upon where they live or what ethnicity or whether they have documentation. Many of our clients are undocumented, mm -hmm. but we treat them with the compassion, the dignity, the respect, and, and we assist them in raising their quality of life mm -hmm. and allowing them not just to be fed one day, but to learn how to fish, right? Mm -hmm. And to provide um, uh, inroads to skill sets and training and things of that nature that allow them to improve their lives. I remember when I first visited Pronto uh, for the first time, and I've been there many times since, how impressed I was with the organization's view of what food insecurity is and what the needs of people who are struggling with food insecurity are. Therein, not only the pantry, not only the thrift store, but the access to health care, being able to, you know, see a clinician, being able to get some mental health assistance if that's what they needed. And it really brought home for me something that I've you know been saying now for 14 years, and that is that it takes more than food to feed the hungry. People don't realize that if you're someone struggling with food insecurity, uh, you might be unemployed. If you are employed, you might be making less than minimum wage. Uh, if you're elderly, you might have medical issues that need attention, and that can prevent you from going to a supermarket. Well, you don't even have a supermarket in your neighborhood. So what has been for you, and you've been at Pronto now for how long? Nine months. Nine now. months. Yes, sir. This is great. <laughs> what do you see as the biggest challenges now for Pronto, your board, your staff moving forward? I think uh, staffing is always an issue for us because we want to provide, you know, that Disney experience, right? <laughs> we want to provide that, that, that customer experience that's second to none, regardless of the circumstances or the appearance of the individuals that come into our, our location. So staffing is always a challenge. So, you know, that, that ties into fundraising, mm -hmm. that ties into volunteers that come in that are extraordinary. So my staff is extraordinary and they're second to none. It's small, but they have great accomplishments. And mm -hmm. our volunteers are, again, second to none as well. But staffing is always um, a challenge in that we want to make sure that we take care of people in a timely fashion, right? On those days where it's super hot outside and they're dealing with the elements and we still, um, we've opened up our building now that the CDC has kind of relaxed their guidelines, mm -hmm. but we still kind of limit the amount of people inside. So as a result, you know, people are still dealing with the elements. So when I started in October, you know, I was concerned with people dealing with the cold, the rain, the snow and, and standing outside. We were only allowing two or three people inside at any right. time. Right. So uh, those those challenges are always there um, for us when it comes to just taking care of people in a timely fashion at the highest level, giving them 
as much time as possible. Mm -hmm. Right now, we've started our intake process again just about a month ago. So in the uh, during the pandemic, we were just doing food distribution. We would allow them into the building. We would take down some basic information about mm -hmm. family size, their needs, et cetera. And then we would send them around back for their food. Mm -hmm. But that's not what Pronto is about, right. as you mentioned, right? So we're a three-legged three stool. We're multifaceted. <laughs> we have, you know, various ways that we try to assist our clients. And so now we've gone back to that. We do a social intake. We ask them, hey, what other areas of need do you have? How mm -hmm. else can we help you? Is there anything that you would like to share with us that perhaps can assist us in connecting you to mm -hmm. a resource, to a partner, to an agency? And so that intake process is taking time. The lines are still long, although the demand has gone down, thankfully, um, the demand is still high. So pre-pandemic, we were at about 4,000 individuals that we were feeding every month. Uh, post, uh, during the pandemic, we went as high as 14, mm -hmm. which just blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now we're about between seven and 8,000 people. So we're still almost, you know, 75 to 80 to 100% more than what we were mm -hmm. pre-pandemic. So the challenge is taking care of our clients at the highest level. You know, uh, Executive Ballone came and, and had a press conference in our location. We were very honored to have him there when he made his statement about uh, immigration reform mm -hmm. now, right? Many of our clients are in need of immigration right. reform Absolutely. and a pathway to citizenship yeah. and all of those things that you talk about that are also kind of tied into the entire food insecurity issue. And um, he mentioned something that I thought was fascinating. He mentioned that many of our clients live in the shadows and they do it purposefully. Yes. And that yeah. coming, being a, a kid from the South Bronx, being a Puerto Rican kid who comes from public assistance, who who comes from poverty as far as financial poverty, but thankfully not poverty of, of love and compassion. And my community was strong and made me what I am today. But it, it just made me think and said, wow, I need to, we need to do things to make sure that these individuals feel valued, feel loved, and feel respected to the point where they will come out of that shadow. Mm -hmm. And feel and, safe. And feel safe, yeah. but provide the contribution that they have yeah. that's so valuable that I'm sure so, they have so many talents, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's providing as much to them as possible mm -hmm. and providing them in a timely fashion and, and, and not turning anyone away. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that Unfortunately, Long Island hasn't learned over all these years that we've been a region is how to treat our immigrant population. You know, we just assume that everyone who's coming to Long Island from El Salvador, Honduras or Central America, wherever, uh, they buy into the stereotypes and the stigma that certain members of our society continue to espouse in the community. And, you know, we've got to get beyond that. You know, we had one of the most uh, notorious national cases in Long Island, right out of Suffolk County. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, and we've done a lot of uh, publicity about gang violence, and, and this is who the immigration population is. But we know it's not true. Uh, I think our elected officials on Long Island know it's not true. And when you look at a person who is an immigrant and new to our shores, 
and they come here with limited resources, hopefully some connection to a local community, otherwise they wouldn't come here, maybe there's other family members, uh, they have to be welcomed. And I remember during the previous administration uh, in Washington, how many uh, immigrants on Long Island were fearful of coming to Pronto or going to the local church pantry uh, out of fear that they would be identified, arrested, and we've really got to get beyond that because, you know, this is a region that has to be more welcoming at times than it is. And we see this with our outreach work uh, with the homeless, right. where people see the homeless in the community. <laughs> and if they look different than you, right away, they're an immigrant. Right. What do you see in the next year or two coming your way at Pronto? What would you like to accomplish? We have some exciting things happening right now. We have a summer program where we're helping folks, uh, our young people deal with nutrition, education. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting sure. right now. We, I have uh, amazing kind of thoughts in my head about doing all kinds of training, whether it be financial literacy, whether it be um, uh, how to save and how mm -hmm. to invest and uh, how to uh, get in, in a, on a path towards home ownership and right. things of that nature. We have major concerns right now with the rental assistance program, right? And, and the fact that the eviction moratorium right. could mm -hmm. end or may end or will be ending, yep. et cetera. We have, um, we have hopes and dreams that similar to what Reagan did in the eighties, that we will find a new pathway to citizenship for sure. ind individuals who are here, uh, the dreamers and, and all the mm -hmm. folks who have opportunities to, to show their value and to sure. show their contributions to this great country that we have, that, that we welcome so many. Um, so I, I see us helping with that immigration. Um, I see us helping right now in the immediate um, time frame with the rental assistance and things mm -hmm. of nature related to evictions, because that is, I, I think, a major crisis that could be happening, Absolutely. And especially in our communities, being mm -hmm. that so many people are renting rooms or renting, you know, uh, having multiple families in an apartment or in a mm -hmm. home, et cetera. And, and those challenges are there for the landlords. Absolutely. So we're very sympathetic to that, but to the individuals who might be out on the street, mm -hmm. you know, it, it creates a major um, challenge for them. So in, we're, we're working with that. In the remaining 20 seconds we have, if people want to support Pronto, make a donation, uh, help out, how do they get in touch with you? Pronto Long Island, mm -hmm. all spelled out, .org on the web. Uh, we have that website. We have multiple social media sites on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. We have multiple uh, events coming up where uh, we have one with the Long Island Ducks on August 11th. Mm -hmm. That's a fundraiser for us. Uh, $20 for a ticket gets you a T-shirt and a baseball game and, and allows us to raise some funds for, for purchases of food and other items. Um, we have a calendar of events coming up that's extraordinary and we, we are very inclusive. We recently had a Pride event in June. Mm -hmm. um, we have movie nights. Um, this month mm -hmm. we're showing Soul. Uh, a great animated film under the stars on the side of our building and everything is free. It's a family night that everything is free and we it's bring great. our community together. So they can reach out to us, obviously on our phone number, mm -hmm. you know, in, in Bayshore, uh, 128 Pioneer Drive. Uh, anyone is, that's in need should come. Great. should allow us to connect them or should allow us to assist them in any way we can. The food pantry is open 9 to 2, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, and 9 to 12 on Saturday. So we are here to serve. 
we are very grateful to Long Island Cares mm -hmm. and to all of our partners, you know, and we just want to uh, serve others and, and bless the community as best we can. Wonderful. You've got the information on how to reach out to Pronto of Long Island. Uh, we couldn't ask for a better guest than uh, Mark Soto to talk about it. We're, we're so fortunate to have you in the network. And I know it's only been nine months. We'll have this conversation hopefully nine years from now. If you like what you're watching and you want to keep watching and see more programs, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel right here on your own screen. And until next time, we'll see you. This is Paul Pactor, CEO of Long Island Cares. Till next time.